is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. One, one, two, 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 three, 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 four, 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 four. What up, niggas? This is the Lonely Shrunk Podcast. We go by the name of Preach Jacobs, and we also have... Infidel Castro X, baby. Dre Lopez. Yeah. We back up in this bitch, man. Yo, we skipped a week. Yeah, we, we get, skipped a week. We get busy. We get busy, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, been, I've been tied up. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on a one-man show called Black as Fuck. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, bam, bam. Suck my dick for the back. But now, like, if you're um, in the Columbia, South Carolina area, uh, it's going to be at the Trustus Theater. You can buy tickets right now at bit.ly slash black AF show. And you guys are going to see that in the description of the SoundCloud page when we put this up. Last week was also the premiere of my other podcast, The Negro League, Negro um, League. with me talking to the director of the Black as Fuck show. So please keep up with our content. We got some dope shit. We also have some limited edition shirts because golly, Dre finally did some artwork. Goddamn. That dude that's supposed to be doing some shit <laughs> finally produced. Oh my gosh. We have an amazing, amazing Mo Better Soul uh, uh, Black as Fuck Pienza Art Company collaboration. Also, we'll have that on the webpage as well. You can check it out at mobetasoul.bigcartel.com. These limited edition dope ass James Brown with gold ass teeth Yo. shit. Yo. Amazing, amazing shit. So, so yeah, it's, it's dope. I've been busy. I've been scoring movies. And I say that plural, but it's just one movie. Um, had a screening for that last night. Where? How'd that go? Um, it was pretty fun. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. Pretty, pretty, pretty fun. Pretty fun. It was. It was dope. Um, also, I wrote a TV pilot that we're going to be shooting probably in June. So No shit. Yeah, I'm being on some artist shit, man. Damn. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So you, you didn't even tell me about that. Yeah, I've just been busy, man. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wow. Usually when we catch up, we just talk about wow, alcohol there's, and prostitute. There's usually a trust tree. Now, <laughs> now you broke the trust tree. I mean, like, come on, man. I might have broken a branch off. I didn't break the whole tree off. Man. Man. That's like a whole side of a fucking Get that, tree. that sap out you know of that I mean? tree. I'm so sorry. But nah, man, I've been I've been busy, busy's man. Busy's good, dog. Busy's good. Yeah, this is what this whole podcast is about. It's basically like as artists, nobody is going to come in and save us, right? Like nobody's right. going to come in and say, right. you know, oh my gosh, you guys are great and amazing at what you do. Let's give you money. And it's like we have to make our own platforms and take yep. advantage of our own platforms. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So... So this is the way to kind of be more, get more exposure, and it's, it's therapeutic. To it's talk. good. It's good, man. I feel like I feel like uh, at least this this iteration of the of the podcast we started it. At least for me, things were a little bit slower within projects, but I, but right now, you know, like she's ramping up for you, she's ramping up for me, and it, it makes a lot of sense within the things that we do on a general basis. And it's exactly what you're saying. It's like. You know, you hustle, you hustle, you hustle. A lot of people think that, like, you know, like, just because you're doing that or just because you might be good at something, you know, things are supposed to just happen. They don't. Yeah, they so don't. So you got to create your own fucking lanes. You got to create your own opportunities, man. So this is it. I mean, you look, we don't get pussy every night. Sometimes you got to rub one out. And and with art, yeah, yo. I've been rubbing it out for a while. Dog. I'm, amb- <laughs> I'm ambidextrous. I can even jerk off with my feet. Man, with art, I just fucking like <laughs> I do it like one of them dogs like rubbing their asses or like on the oh fucking carpet, yeah. man. Yo, you ever hear that joke? Why the dogs like lick their balls? No, because they can. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like. I mean, 
A lot of dudes would. Absolutely. A lot of dudes would. Absolutely. It's not gay. It's masturbation. So. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think I've met a good majority of dudes from every walk of life, every race, every background. Where if the conversation comes up, if they could suck their own dick, would they? And majority of them say. Yes, and the ones that don't say yes are lying. There was lying. this, <laughs> there was a Saturday Night Live skit with uh with Will Ferrell years ago, and it's like a rare one that they never show again with the reruns. I think it was like Tobey Maguire was like hosting it, and they had this this skit called Yoga BJ, where it's like all these dudes are taking this yoga class, right? And this one this one guy in the class played by Will Ferrell, he like studied yoga to the point where he can give himself a blowjob, right? And so like when he figured out how to do this move. Everybody else in class are doing their regular exercises, and Will Ferrell was off camera, you know, supposedly sucking his own dick. <laughs> and he was like, wow, this is for me. You know? so, right. like, so, like, when he figured out how to do it, everybody, all the guys in the class was just like, I want to learn how to do what he's doing, right, you know. Right. And so the instructor got mad, like, you know, would you stop doing this? And he says, look, man, I've been trying to do this for four years. My wife doesn't pay me any attention. I've been lonely. He's like, just give me some time to myself. All right, I get it. I get it done, and we we'll go on with the class. And right. the next thing you know, it's like three years later. He has like a huge like <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin beard. But I think that's how it would be. We he's, he's a master. Yeah, if we figured out how to do that, man, we'll never leave. So, nah, man, I mean, you know, I, I think I think that um, within within a lot of sex culture, man, you know, you always hear about oh, so many different ways that like. Females pleasure themselves, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But when it comes to dudes, it's, it's literally just like, all right, so you jack off, and that's it. Anything else, you might be a perv, you might be this, you might be that. But the fantasy has always still been to be able to do that if you can do it for yourself. And it's literally the same thing as if, if a female would be able to do it. Or, Nobody yeah. would bat an eye over that. Oh, uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's the term if you, if you like lay on your hands and it gets numb and wherever it out? It's called a stranger. Yeah, that's yes. it's, called, it's called a stranger. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't yeah. know the particulars of it. And then I, I like to use, you know, coconut oil, and I call it the Iron Fist. I call it the Danny Rand. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. That's the best thing that came from that Netflix series is me giving myself new terms for rubbing one out. There's more action in that short statement than what there was in the whole fucking show. <laughs> it's better martial arts stuff, too. Yeah, Yeah, real, it's like the goddamn ninja like, let, star. Let, let's, let's set up a show where it's supposed to be about a dude that's a martial arts master, you know, with superpowers and shit, and let's cast a dude that can't choreograph a fucking fight. Oh, that shit was Get awful. Get the fuck out of here. You know, you know, it, it was the it was like the most seasonless chicken I've ever seen. It was horrible. Uh, look, something similar to that, right? It kind of goes into my first topic. It's like you know, this is a miracle video came out by, right. by Childish, which right. it's kind of cool that we skipped last week because I kind of let it die down a little bit. The video was pretty dope. You, yeah, you yeah, saw it? I did. I did. Yeah, what you think about it? It was good, man. Um, you know, I had to watch it a couple of times just to kind of get a a, a a bit of both sides of, I think, what most people kind of grab out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's a lot of stuff that superficially seems like, what? What the fuck is going on? And if, if you stay just on that tip, you're looking at it from a very superficial end where there's, there's, there's things that seemingly fall flat. But if you look at it a second time... And you discern a little bit more over it, man. You know, it, it there's there's a lot of it that is going on between the cadences, between the dancing, between the shit that's going on in the background. Like 
there's there's a lot of layers going on to it, man. You know, and some of those I was able to you know see on my own within a couple of watches, but there's also been a lot of conversation, a lot of oh, articles, yeah. a lot of shit that's all, come all up, the, man. All the think pieces, yeah, like, man, oh, yeah. yeah. And then it's it's a, it's a lot of uh, you know. As an artist, I love to put a bunch of uh, detail, a bunch of thought into every possible uh, corner. <laughs> All right. So, so my question is, as an artist, what thought did you have making uh, an illustration with Goofy from <laughs> from Disney have a penis nose? There's a lot of thought that went into that. Yeah, man. Like <laughs> I, a veiny, his nose is a veiny dick. I, I researched veiny dicks, and you know, like. <laughs> the the internet gods like quote unquote research purposes yeah like funny funny enough like within that shit I researched you know because I did two pieces one was uh yes we oh pussy eyes Mickey we talked about this on a podcast oh pussy eyes Mickey and uh, that dude uh, dick nose goofy yes right that's the names so like I, I researched <laughs> the pussy and it took forever to find anything it was nothing but anatomical shit and like. Sick. I, I swear to God, if you ever get arrested and they have a trial, right? Whatever, right? They're gonna put those pictures out. You're gonna be convicted immediately. It'd be like a jaywalking ticket. You're going to jail when they see that shit. You know how successful I would be in jail as an artist? Oh, I was just about to say, <laughs> as an artist, as an artist. You know what I'm saying? You don't get you gonna get everybody their prison tattoos where they they like pull out a pen. You, you like you take the ink from a pen and light it with a with a lighter and like you know you do like the tattoos on people. You do the prison tats. Man, whatever it takes. Yeah. Gotta make money. He's Gotta like, make look, money. Look, if I give you this tattoo, do you promise not to fuck me in the ass? Like, I don't know if it's gonna be a promise. <laughs> I strongly say I'll consider not to do it, depending on how this tattoo looks. White power. I don't know why it's like, wow. A, I don't know why I ended a, up man. in that corner of the fucking block. Speaking okay. of which, uh, Spike Lee got a new movie coming out. Did you hear about it? Uh, yeah. Yesterday, I think. Uh, Black Klansman? Yes. Uh, Denzel Washington's son is in it, which Denzel Washington's son looks just like Denzel. Like, when he starts talking, you start hearing his mannerisms and shit. But the movie is about, I think it's about... It's um, based on a true story, yeah, right? Yeah. It's about this uh, black police officer, the first black cop in Colorado, I think, that um, he wow. infiltrates the KKK. So when, he infiltrates when, the KKK. When is, when is this supposed to be? In the 70s. 70s. Yeah, yeah. And okay. then you got uh, the, the diet uh, Darth Vader in it. Uh, the, the stepson off the last. Oh no, shit! What's his uh, name? Kylo Ren. Yeah, what's his real name? Adam. I don't, something. I don't know, man. I, I know he's like an ex marine or whatever. Yeah, he played in Girls. Yeah, yeah. Which oh my gosh, don't get me started on that show. But um, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, but um. So what? So what? What's your opinion on it? The trailer looks cool. I mean, it'd be like the first movie by Spike I would want to see in a while is produced by Jordan Peele. Yeah, I saw that. So, so which which honestly, by now, you know, like I was actually disappointed of the fact that I thought. When I saw Jordan Peele's name was when I was like, oh, maybe I should give it a chance. Because mm. Spike has been on a, on a down slope for a while, man. Oh, like gosh. Red Hook Summer, The the Sweet Blood of Jesus. Uh, uh, there was another terrible one he did recently. He redid uh, Old Boy, and it was awful. That was him? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it was real bad. Ugh. Listen, you've seen, you seen The Wire, right? Yeah, yeah. When you watched The Wire, there any chance that you say to yourself, the woman that played Snoop, hey... I want to see this bitch naked. No. Well, he did that in Sweet Blood of Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Pretty awful. Nice. Yes. 
Uh, yo, I'm, not, I'm not even going to ask. I'm not going to ask. Speaking, speaking of, all right, all right this is, this is kind of the way my brain works. So Snoop from The Wire reminds me of Young and May. Right. Yes. Yeah. And then I thought about that thing I sent you today. My homeboy made this post. It's talking about <laughs> Young and May <laughs> turns into Kevin Gates when there's a full moon there's outside. Full moon. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that shit is so fucking smart. Whoever, whoever thought of that, like, uh, I, I, I want to shake their hand because I, I would have never thought of it, man. But I saw that shit. I, I couldn't stop laughing for a full five minutes. Yeah, I'd be feeling bad to be looking at these pictures <laughs> of Young and May on her Instagram page. She'd be pulling these. Bad bitches. Bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bad. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Maybe I need a neck tattoo. I don't know, man. Maybe. I don't know. You, you call her Stephanie. I call her Stephanie. <laughs> it's like, there's nothing worse. Oh, I got to add it to the post. My homeboy made a post. It's like, name a song with a whack-ass like, line. And that should be one of them. But yeah, it's man, like. Somebody, yeah. somebody um, I don't remember what it was. But shortly after the song came out. Somebody was talking about it. I was like, yo, like I love that line. I love the sound of it, whatever. And then the other person that was that they were talking to was very much like, you understand that makes no sense, right? At all. Like, and that's not like lyricism whatsoever, right? That's one of the wackest fucking things I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. You call her Candace. I call her Headfany. Like I get I get the idea of like taking liberties with I'm gonna do that with all bitches' names. How do you rhyme this with that? You know, from one verse to the next. But like, <laughs> you call her Tasha, I call her Hefany. <laughs> you should. You should. You call her Michelle, I call her Hefany. <laughs> like, none of it makes sense. It's like the worst shit, man. Oh my gosh, it breaks my heart. Breaks my heart, Charlie Murphy. I don't know why this Al Pacino and fucking <laughs> and uh, 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 what I do, Chappelle show. Speaking of breaking hearts. Did you see that shit with the woman that's like on the phone calling the cops because niggas is barbecuing? Man. It started crying. I appreciate your transition. Pretty good. That didn't break any hearts. I think it that broke her heart. Like her 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 did fragile it, it her fragile her whiteness. Listen, by the end of that, when them niggas could continue to barbecue, right? And and her whiteness, her weaponized whiteness couldn't be used. As successfully as she wanted that it bro, to be, that bro was so fucking. It like, broke her heart. Like out of it though, man. You man. know, like I was like, I don't know that anything like on a regular person tip like faces her. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, my, th- my thing is, it this, was nothing though. but crocodile tears at the end of that joint. You know what I mean? Whenever the I think, cops showed up, and I all think that shit. I think the tears were. Can re- she feel some shit for real? I think the tears were real. I think that why she had them was bullshit because the tears were real because she felt out of entitled. what frustration and fear. Yeah, it's a level not fear but a level of entitlement. That's what happened with kids. It's like it's like it's not like they're trying to force themselves to cry. It's that you know she's like it's a, it's a post that I read about today where it's basically like yo man. We need to stop saying that these white people are calling the cops for nothing. It's not for nothing. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, these cops are—they're calling the cops because they're they're uh, conditioned to think that the police just works for them. Right. I mean, I mean, think about it. Like Tamir Rice was a twelve-year-old kid playing like at a park. Yeah. With with a toy gun. Yeah. With a toy gun. Yeah. They the nine one one call was a woman saying. There's a black man at a park with a gun, and she pauses for a second, and she says, I mean, it might just be a toy, but I don't know. Right. And the cops show up, and he gets killed. Right. And so it's like, there's always this level of white people 
thinking that the cops are specifically for them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if, if you put it within the context of like they're calling the cops because there's somebody that's not white that's doing something, it's straight up this unspoken confidence that they feel like I'm good. Yeah. Nobody's going to question well, anything but, or what I'm but saying. But this is the other part that I kind of that I'm saying to when you're saying that you think something's wrong with the lady is that what was proven in that video right. was that she was mad aggressive with the black people. Oh, yeah. And then when oh, a yeah. white woman comes around, she like acts a little different. And the white woman even jokes and says, oh, you're not as aggressive with me. Thank you right, for giving right, right. me you know, the white woman consideration. But that's what ends up happening is that I don't give a fuck how. Yeah, I, heard, I, heard, I heard that she was on some flat out, like, you know. Just another nigga showing up, mm-hmm. you know, and and that was after the, the, yo, the black and, woman like yo, showed up to she talk was, for the dudes that were and there. She was wilding out. She's like, you know, the charcoal is costing the city millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Here, here's the funny shit. You know what happened? Like like a week and a half after I'm that so incident sick happened, seeing her fucking face. Well, you gonna keep seeing it. You know what happened after a week and a half after that shit was that mm-hmm. they had like a barbecue with all these white people doing it, like the electric slide, like freaking Beverly and Maze and shit. Like black it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was like a full block up on oh, that fucking Oh, I park, loved man. it. I loved it. The electric it. slide, man. Oh. As much as I hate the electric slide, it was awesome to fucking see that that was a response. Yeah, directly. I I hope that she finds the tallest bottle of mayonnaise jars and eat it and get food poisoning. That's what I want because that's nothing's whiter than a bottle of mayonnaise, a, a bucket of mayonnaise. Slowly, slowly, let. It. Never mind. Anyways, but yeah, so that shit was pretty uh, funny, but funny in a bad way. Like I feel like I feel like um, it's kind of ironic, like that. This is America thing. I think that's kind of an America thing where you look at her calling the cops on the charcoal people, you know, cooking out of the park, and because we literally just did that. We literally was at a, a, a La Hoops place, and yeah. we're like using like you know the grills by the pool, which is right kind of like for pool. everybody. Yeah, and it, and it was you know. And it, and it and it's how it's supposed to be. Right? Absolutely. So we're we're within this neighborhood, this apartment complex. We go grill out, and it was. I don't think that there were any other minorities outside of you, myself, and my brother. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. everybody else there was white, and it was families and all this shit, man. And it was just like you show up, you grill. We were drinking. We were louder, but it was all right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We were good. We grilled. We went back upstairs. We ate our burgers. We were on, we went on with a fucking evening, man. You know, yeah. so like the idea, like as as that video developed, that it was like, oh, they're out here just grilling. Oh, they're not being noisy. Noisy. Oh, it's in the middle of the day. Oh, it's on a fucking Sunday afternoon. Yeah, like <laughs> what the fuck else? The thing that happens with us is that we're never given benefits of the doubt. Like it's always the worst. Um, assumption you know what i mean oh, absolutely so it's like what, what drives me crazy is like you know even even like the starbucks situation where it's like you know the cop the cops are called for for black people waiting on a friend which ironically enough the two black guys was waiting for a friend it was waiting for a white friend that was late so here goes we're breaking <laughs> a, we're breaking another stereotype the white dude was right, late right. in the situation but it's like you're calling the cops and that that that's that lets me know how they feel as if the police force is kind of like their personal uh, uh uh you know cleanup crew, their personal custodians. Oh, because I'm annoyed. I don't think that this yeah. should happen. Can you get somebody to fucking get this out of who, my sight? Who fucking who fucking does this, right? Who does that? Yo, and it's like, but that's a but that comes from a group of people that feel like 
the cops are specifically for them, right? And it's like, because black folks, our, our relationship with police, the even times when we think we need to call the cops, we don't do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, I give you a story. This is a true fucking story. Christmas, maybe 2015 Christmas, 2015 Christmas, because I was still talking to my homegirl, Holly, who don't talk to me no more, but I love you, though. I miss you. Um, I'm driving home because it was like late Christmas night. I'm hungry and I'm trying to find like some place that got something to eat. So I go to like a, a, a McDonald's like in West Columbia. Right. So I'm driving back down Jervey. I swear to God, the streets were empty. And there was like this, these homes on the street on Jervey. There was a woman laid out on the ground outside one of the houses. And I thought she was dead. Mm-hmm. So I stopped my car in the median and I dialed 911. Okay. And the dispatcher is like, what's up? And I said, there's a woman on the street. She's on the side on the ground, laid out, not moving. Right. I think she's dead. Or, yeah. or dying. What's the next question? Is she black or white? It was a black woman, but that but that wasn't the case. I'm like, do I need to get out and check? The dispatcher told me, stay in your car. It was a black woman. She's like, yo, stay in your car. Just, right. She's like, just wait for the right. cops. Right. So, so there was this fear yeah. that I see a woman that could be dead or dying. Right. You can't help her. And I'm so scared. That if the cops see a woman on the ground dead or dying, that they're mm-hmm. gonna think that I'm the person like, that did something. You can't, you can't do the human thing. Absolutely, you can't have a human reaction where it's just like, "Yo, I want to help. Yo. I want to go check on this, this this other human." Because if you're standing by the laid out person, yep. all of a sudden they're your victim. Absolutely, and so and so there's the woman turned out to be alive. The cops came, they woke her up. It was a lady that just passed out fucking drunk out of her mind that she was crying her eyes out and i'm sitting here waiting on the medium and this cop black cop comes and walks to my car and i'm like i'm the one that called the cops and i was like but i was scared to say something he kind of like well i get it but we talked but but the fact that that i was terrified about that shit matter of fact um dan lebertar told this a story about this where he said that he had a black friend that saw somebody either get shot or, or like killed or whatever. Somebody was dying. Right. Like he saw the person get shot. He wanted to go help, but he called the cops and stayed away because he was so afraid. Because it might have been a white person that got shot. I don't know. But he right. was so afraid that the cops came and saw him over a bleeding white guy that he would be perceived oh, as the, a person. The, that, the approach you know. is, is completely 100% different, man. Like you're black, you're brown. They're going to come up to you and be like, they're just gonna yell at you. Yo, get down on the ground. They, they, get down on the ground. Yo, you're, you're 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 immediately a fucking suspect. Your humanity has been scared out of you, and that and I don't think I don't think that's something that that we should take lightly. And it's like in in the blackest fuck show that I'm doing, I have a, a a part where I talk about the cops, right? And 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 the relationship with police forces and and how police forces were started. And like every the the idea of cops in America has an attachment to slavery because it started off as people that were tracking down slaves. So you know that's what right. that's kind of the bounty hunter mentality. So it's like if you got a one of my slave, you you hire these motherfuckers to bring your slaves back, pay me to bring these slaves back. That's how all that shit started. 
Like right. that's the that's the first indication of a of a police force where the idea of quote unquote serve and protect wasn't something that was how it started, which is hilarious because um uh there was a well, comedian. It was never- you know, at the beginning, it was never <laughs> it was never established as like servant protect well, uh, that, for everybody. Neil, Neil you know Brennan, Neil Brennan, the comedian that that worked with Dave Chappelle on the Chappelle Show, he had this great joke where he did his uh, he did his uh, comedy special called Three Mics, uh-huh. and it was really dope how he did it. He had three microphones on the stage, and every microphone had a different perspective. So one microphone was him telling a really personal story. One microphone was him telling like a joke. And the third microphone was him telling a one-liner. And so how he ended the show was the greatest one-liner. And he said, I think it's funny that on police cars, they have the term serve and protect in quotation marks. Like they're being sarcastic, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yo, like, <laughs> like that's yeah. so fucking yeah. spot on. Yeah. It's yeah. so spot on. That's that's kind of how I feel. Air quotes. Absolutely. It might be real. It yeah. might not be. Yeah. We, we hear that serving protect. Yeah. But, but you know, our relationship with the police force never felt like that. It never felt like that. And it still doesn't feel like that. Like even now where... You know, technically speaking, there's there's supposed to be whatever neighborhood you live in. There's cops that are assigned to your streets and shit like that. Right. Technically, we can find their cell phone numbers and find out the niggas that patrol our places, our our area. Right. We can call them niggas. Right. And keep them posted on shit. Right. But we don't feel like that. We don't have this relationship where we feel like these niggas work for us, but they do. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's supposed to be yeah. the idea. I know, but but if every time we call them, we In think we're going to United we, States. We think we gonna get fucked over or something like that. Absolutely, it's like, yeah. Man. Absolutely. It's like Chappelle, Dave Chappelle had that joke where he was basically like, he scared a cop, said somebody broke into his house, and um, he wanted to call the cops, but he was scared. He's like, you know, because I don't have a really nice house, but if they saw me, they wouldn't think that I lived here. He's like, I called the cops, they'd come in my place after I got robbed and bopped me over the head. Bruh. I got pulled over once for stealing my own car Yo, that I had real. paid for. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was literally like this this old white cop pulled me over. And I'm like, why are you pulling me over, officer? And he's just like, this car was, rep- this car was reported stolen. <laughs> and I'm like, that's funny because this is my car. And I actually, like, I'm done paying it. <laughs> I can show you the title with my name on it. And he's just like, well, I don't know about that. Uh, I'm gonna need to go back to my computer to go check this out because this car, this very car, was reported stolen. That's hilarious, dog. And he held me. He held me for fucking about forty five minutes. Wow. I'm just sitting in my car, literally half a block away from my house. Right. That's crazy. And and he comes back and he's just like, okay, so I see that it is registered under your name. And I'm like, did you find anything else, officer? And he's like, not at this moment. Uh, but uh, here's a court summons. You're going to have to show up, you know, to like prove uh, the fact that uh, you have insurance, blah, blah, blah. Wow. All this side shit. I still had to go to fucking court over this shit. But it was straight up off of some like, you know, I wasn't speeding. This was in the morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, there, was, there was nothing wrong. There was no swerving. It wasn't at night where it was just like, oh, man, you swerved a little bit. You sure you haven't been drinking type of shit? It was literally in the morning. I was just trying to get home after like buying groceries or whatever the fuck, and he pulls me over on that ship, dog. And it was, and it, and then you know that's just that's just one of the instances of it. But it was like no white person is really gonna get pulled over on that shit, even if a white person was the one that just stole a car. It's like 
So I heard that this vehicle, I heard a description this vehicle was stolen. But oh you look God. you look like a good citizen, so I'm just going to let you go. You know, it's like when you go to a doctor and and you're late for work or school, they should give you like a doctor's note and shit like that. I think the cops should give you a note. But like, hey, you know, just write a note and say, yo, you, you were black and brown. Right. We thought you sold something so I can go late to work. But like, hey, here's what happened. Yo. I, literally, on, I literally got pulled over by a cop um, one night. Guy pulls me over. And um, he pulls me over and says, hey, license registration, get my license registration. And I was like, yo, is everything okay? He says, um, well, there was a, a, a vehicle with this description that was reported stolen. Right. I said to him, what was the description? And this nigga said, a SUV. <laughs> that's wow. it. That's, that's it. That's all he said. The nigga said. Oh, you, mean, nigga, you mean that one SUV? That nigga said, a SUV. He ain't say the color. He ain't say the make. He ain't say the model. He ain't say the year. And I just sat with it. And and the funny thing about it, it was a Spanish brother. It was, you know, which is also kind of this weird thing where I'd be feeling like, you know, we, when we look at black and brown relationships, right, the one thing that happened that I thought was really crazy when we talk about like somebody like Trayvon Martin that was killed by George Zimmerman, who was a Latin yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we like to say, white people like to say, oh, well, shit, he's a brown guy, so it couldn't have been racist. And it's like, there's a level of people that want to be Kanye so bad, accepted by white oh, folks, exactly. that they distance exactly. themselves from their black and brown struggle. Exactly. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like there's there's such a there's such a thirst to want to fucking like be absolved and uh, and accepted wholeheartedly by what these people consider to be the 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 main consensus of, uh, consensus of what America is that like they sell out their own people, man. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you know like I I've seen it. I've seen it with black, I've seen it with brown. You know what I mean? Like, like for me, it's not a matter of you know. I always find it, I always find it um, interesting in the least, and fucking hilarious, and at the same time horrible when I see Latinos that are very much like they consider themselves to be above the rest of other Latinos, you know, because they're doing all the things that they consider the right choices. So that white America accepts them. Yeah. You know? I got a question for you. I got a question uh, for you. Uh-huh. Has there ever in your life been a time where you either... Here's a question I would have. I was going to say, call the cops when you needed them. Here's my question. Right. Has there ever been a time when a cop showed up and you're like, Whew, I'm glad the cops are here? No, nah, man. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say this. I'll say this. Uh, so... I ha- I do have a couple of friends that are cops. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've known these people for many, many years. Yeah. And, as, uh, and, and they've been good people. And I feel like they are the small minority against a lot of the norm. Yeah. That being said, outside of seeing them be around me and being like, hey, hey, hey that's a cop I can trust. Yeah. It's it's never been a point where I'm just like ah shit here we go yeah they're gonna it's gonna get flipped over here on this side you know like it, it uh you 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 grow up you grow up in neighborhoods man where you know you you're taught that uh that that the police is the enemy regardless of whether you did something or you didn't yeah. you're still going to get grilled. Yeah, because you look a certain way. Well, that what happens is this, right? Is and I've seen this happen, and that you and can grill t- is just the like 
light part of yeah. it. Yeah. Well, this you can take something as simple as as like you know a teacher, right? Where it's like I've seen this happen where you would have, you know, uh, let's say it's like a, a young white woman that goes to school, right? And she wants to become a teacher, and in a state like South Carolina, you're going to be sent to like the poor districts first. You're going to be sent to like the districts or the schools that really nobody want to go to. So you end up having like a white woman that comes from a really great, nice financial background going to a, a poor black and brown school. Right. And so what ends up happening is, you know, it's that whole dangerous minds bullshit where they, you know, they, they in their brains, they think that I'm going to put a leather jacket on and talk to them about the streets and blah, 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 blah. blah. Right. But, but what usually ends up happening is that they walk into a situation where, they feel so entitled and so angry that they don't connect with these uh, black and brown people in these communities with these underdeveloped schools that they have a level of resentment. Same thing happens with cops is that you end up having a lot of cops that are in communities where they don't look like the people in those communities. They don't understand the plight of those people in communities and they don't understand the struggles of those people in those communities. So they look at them as a group of people that has to be contained and controlled as opposed to, oh, I know these people here. I grew up here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Chris Rock had this funny joke on his new special. Now I tell this when I'm going to drink break. But he had this, this joke where he was basically like, you know, they talk about cops and he was just like, you know, why is it that, you know, all these black people get killed by cops accidentally? You don't hear white kids accidentally getting killed by cops. He's like, you would think that cops would want to once in a while, shoot a white kid to make it not seem so obvious that they're killing black people, right? Right. And he said, but you know what they say? Well, you know, it's not everybody. You know, it's just a couple of bad apples, a couple of bad apples. Right. And he's just like, not every job has the ability to have bad apples. He's Uh like, you can't be a pilot or work for like an airline and say, you know what? I like this airline, but there's a couple of bad apples. Some of these motherfuckers like to crash their planes into mountains. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's the same thing with cops. It's just like there's bad people that work in every profession, but not every fucking profession has the ability to shoot you with with full immunity. And that's what ends up happening. Yeah, it's about about accountability, man. It's it's about the fact that it's just like, all right, so... If if the the one two three however many bad apples are doing bad things, hold them accountable. Yeah, fucking put them against the wall and and charge them exactly as they're supposed to be, man. Yeah, you know what I mean, like like and 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 get rid of get rid of every single individual that's fucking doing well, it wrong. What what has to happen is that there's like a a an effect of looking at what I am in in different layers, right? Right. So it's like you know before. Like if if before I'm, I would say I'm a I'm a man. I'm a black man. I'm hip hop. Everything is after that, right? Right. Same thing with like being a cop. So it's just like some people be like, okay, you should be like, I'm a man. I'm a black man. I'm a police officer. I'm this and this and this and that. What some black and brown people do is that they put themselves as being a police officer before being black and brown. So what ends up happening is there's that blue wall of silence when you have black and brown people that need to speak up on their white coworkers that do crazy shit, but they don't say anything because they're like, oh, we we have to have this this uh, cop silence. You know what I'm saying? You know. But my thing is before before you're a fucking cop, you're a person of color that if you didn't have this fucking badge, 
you would be you would be in in harm's way just like all of us. Uh, and I yeah. think and I think that's yeah. what has to happen is that not only do the black and brown people that see this bullshit happening to speak out, but the white folks need to talk something. But see about that that's shit. the thing. I feel like all right. So as much as I find a problem for there to be what you're saying with where it's like all right. So you have a black or a brown cop. And they, they choose to be blue before they're black or brown. Mm-hmm. That creates a problem of disconnect towards the community. And, and then that problem becomes very much uh, injustice and, and, and so many other things that come from that. Mm. That being said, the moment that they speak out, they lose their jobs or worse. But that's right? my, but that's, but that's no, my I thing. Get, I get yeah. your point. Yeah. I get your point. I, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is that like, this has to come from higher echelons within that structure. Yeah. Because you could have, you know, in an ideal part of this conversation, you could have, you know, every black or brown cop, every Asian cop pairing up with any white cop that also has common sense and understands exactly how this, how this picture has been panning out throughout the years and speak up and create change. That's ideal, that, but that's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know exactly how, the formula to make this happen, but I do believe that the only way that real change is going to happen is from people, the people that are in charge within these organizations. Well, that, yeah. that they're going to hold, you know, whoever accountable, that they're going to actually, like, you know, push. Uh, you, know, you know what's going to change it, man? Us. And you know what I mean by us is that, is that people think that, oh, my gosh, there's so many more shootings of, of you know, so many more, like, like unauthorized or, or unjustified shootings of black and brown people going on this day more than ever. And I don't, and my argument is, nah, that's not what's happening. Like, this has always been going on. That what's changed is technology. It's that same thing with the old woman with the charcoal. It's a funny moment, but shit like that happens all the time. It's that now we have the ability to catch that shit on camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. So the so the stuff that's gonna change is, you know, law enforcement or or the judicial system or policies aren't gonna hold these people accountable. We are. Because when shit ends up happening, when Walter Scott got killed by that cop in 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 Charleston, like there was a young man, last name Santana, I forgot his first name. I actually spoke yeah, to him. Yeah. He was a 21-year-old dude that saw the cop kill this man. Unarmed right. man right. and and walked over and plant evidence, drop a taser right. on him like like it was a justified shooting. He filmed it in the fucking bushes. Right. That's how shit is gonna change. So we're gonna be the people to hold them accountable. So it's like, yo, man. That's true. You know, whoever creates an app that if you get pulled over, your shit will start recording immediately when a cop pull you over, they're gonna make millions. So anyways, um, I'm talking too much. It's getting kind of dark. Let me get a refill. We're gonna take a break. We are back in this bitch, bitch. I got myself a nice little uh, concoction with my Prince coffee mug. I'm excited. You can find it at the Mobetta Soul site. And um, I have some. It's been uh, sitting there for a minute because it's got all kinds of fucking like, you know, drippy drippies building on it. Shut up. I have a uh, Gatorade and white rum in this bitch. It's pretty fucking delicious right now. I mean, it sounds fancy and a little hood at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I like it. Sounds comfortable. Righteous and ratchet is what I say. Um, So, yeah, man. Um, We saw the Avengers. We did. 
Deadpool comes out this week. It does. Yo. Yo, so I'm going to see it regardless, yeah. right? I'm going to see it on Thursday. You see it on Thursday? Yeah. Mm. I don't know if I have the money for it. Yeah, I don't know if I don't get paid. I don't get paid to Saturday. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, my uh, cash app is, Here we go. is dollar sign Here we go. Mo Better Soul. There you go. That's what I'm gonna exactly do. Exactly. I'm gonna be like, like a ratchet ass like chick. Thought. All be like a Snapchat thought. and all that shit. Like cash app this, blah blah blah. Yo, yo, I'm fucking Tinder man. Like yeah. one out of three is just like, yo, hit me up on on the cash app. Like send me money. It's like, oh word, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, that sounds good. Uh, Fuck out of here. I hate anyway, everything. Deadpool. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah. I like I've, I've heard some bad reviews off of whatever, like screenings. Nah, I think it's. I don't, I don't give a shit dope. though. I think it's that gonna shit be dope. Looks dope as fuck. You know, you know what I think it might be, be fun, kind of weird. Why? Um, is uh the the Bohemian Rhapsody movie? What? Um, yeah, the the, the Freddie Mercury movie. What what does that have to do with this? Um, as far as bad reviews, the guy that plays in uh Mr. Robot. Um, yeah, yeah, Rami yeah. Malek, whatever his name yeah, is, yeah, yeah. he's playing Freddie Mercury right. in, in like a Queen biopic or whatever. Right. And so Brian Singer was directing it. Okay. But flaked the fuck out. They said he wasn't showing up for shoot days and shit like that. Okay. So the studio fired him <laughs> and hired they fired another Brian Singer. Yeah, in the middle of production, and they oh, hired man. another guy. All so right. like I, the trailer came out today, and I was excited about okay. it. But I'm but I'm but I'm kind of reserved because you know Brian Singer fucked up some X Men movies. So uh, wait, so so what does that have to do with Deadpool? You were talking about bad reviews. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying like a movie that has bad reviews that I'm scared of is this Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, I, mean, I think I think Deadpool will be fine. I think I think um I think you got enough people with the material and Ryan Reynolds that understands the character enough that I don't think it can be bad. I really enjoyed the first one. Um, I think Marvel needs to do more rated R shit. Uh, they should. Yeah. Like I I feel like. So you know, from from my end of it, I'm uh I'm from the comic book end of it, man. And I there's enough things that I've seen. There's 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 one thing that I've seen that I do not like, and I'm I'm fearful of. But the rest of it, from a comic book uh, geek standpoint, I'm like, yo, like I'm eating up the whole X Force thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of this shit just looks like it's gonna be fun, man. Like even if it's not, you know, there's like. Great, amazing movie. I think is going to be fun as shit. Yeah, that you know, I would settle for that, right? Like, I don't need shit to be Oscar bait, right? I just want shit to be fun. And when it comes to like comic book movies, you know what I'm saying, right? I mean, we got to understand. I think Marvel's murdering everybody because you got Black Panther in February, right. which is on fucking Blu-ray now. I saw that. Isn't that fucking crazy? It felt like I it just that. came out. So, but yo, Black- like, it made sense that they would put it down to that to keep making money on that end. Because Infinity War is out, so it's like, yeah. all right, you know, it, it, it actually has to do with the progression of the story within the movies. Yeah. So it made sense to me when I saw it. It, 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 it shocked me, but it was just like, all right, from that end of things, that makes sense. There's nothing funnier than being at my mom's house on Mother's Day and my family trying to watch. My family trying to use, like, Apple TV and find, uh, like, a good copy of, like, Black Panther. Word. It is the most hilarious shit. Had they seen it before? No. You know, and I and I didn't feel bad with them downloading it because I saw the movie twice. Yeah, no so doubt. I felt like, all right, well, I watched it twice for y'all motherfuckers. But it's like, you know, they throw T'Challa over the over the mountain. My mom's like, oh, he dead. <laughs> 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 it's like, you know, it's just some funny shit. Then it's like, you know, 
why do I have to wait? Why do I have to watch after the credits? <laughs> you know, it's like introducing your black parents to like a Marvel film. So it's like have, the most you hilarious. You haven't shit. talked to them about Marvel movies. The through, fuck kind of conversation through, is that? Through ten fucking years, man. And they're fun what, movies. You, what kind of conversation? On, on, yeah, my dad's gonna watch Iron Man. You know, I'm, my dad watches. I'm not gonna say that like every single one of them. No, there's there's no. enough in between. No, that, like, they don't give no. a shit about none of that. My parents, listen. You, if I go to my mom and dad's house. You know what they're watching? My dad watches the the Western Channel, where they they show nothing but Gunsmoke episodes. And God bless the dead, miss you, Granny. My Granny will come over to the house and she'll say to my dad, she'll be like, "Yo, I want to see a movie with my white man." My dad's like, "Who's your white man? The white man with the ponytail? They be fighting people." Steven Seagal. So every time I go to my parents' house, God damn, yo. I could bet a dollar that it's like either either a fucking uh, a Western or a Steven Seagal movie. Oh, I'm spoiled because my mother wa- has watched all of them. You know she has to because y'all are into that stuff. She like ain't that. got to. She likes that shit. Nobody's forcing her to. Like she actually understands it. and She likes that shit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I, I'm like, all right. She's not the only fucking parent that I've heard of that follows through. Not all of them do. I know. I know. I know. Uh, I know people that are younger than me that are still fucking like. They're literally, they've been trying to cram in whatever the fuck amount of movies for the last 10 years in the last, like, week and a half to two weeks just so they could watch Infinity War. Well, listen, the funny thing is <laughs> there was this one time where I'd be wanting to, like, watch, like, movies I think is dope around my dad and, like, put them onto cool shit. Right. So, like, there was a movie called Rounders that was really dope. It was, like, yeah. Matt Damon yeah. and, uh, and, and Edward Norton on it. Yeah. So, it came on. I'm watching it. He sat down and watched it with me. So, it was, like, a cool moment. To have him like a movie I like because he right. usually likes bullshit. There was this one time though, this is one time where I'm at my parents' house and I'm watching Pulp Fiction. And my dad comes in and he's watching it with me. And I'm like, word. Uh-oh. This is kind of a bonding moment. Uh-oh. Until I realized that my dad sat down on the scene. Of course. Where, <laughs> where Ving Rames, Marcellus Wallace is getting raped in the ass of in the course. back of the <laughs> I, I know, I, I know that was coming. Yo, and my dad, when he saw that shit, the way he looked at me before he walked out the room was the biggest disappointment. I was like, Dad, it's out of context. You don't understand. He just walks out. Yo. <laughs> Yo, he just shook his head. I was like, no. Yeah. But yeah, so like, you know, so like Mother's Day, my brother, you know, cooked on the grill and shit, and I'm cleaning all the dishes and hearing them like watch Black Panther is the funniest shit in the world. So yeah, what Black was Panther the, what Deadpool. Was, what was the consensus whenever like they finished it? I mean, I guess they, you know, it's black people on the screen, man. Like I realize, I realize my parents come from an old school thing where if anybody black is doing something good, they appreciate it. That's why they love Tyler Perry shit because it's like, oh my gosh, he's black, he on TV, high five, you know. So it's kind of like you know, so you're gonna tell me that if they're watching the Yes. White Bronco, get away from the police. They're going to cheer that and be like, oh, absolutely. Listen, in the 90s, hey, you know, and they're like, hey, uh, uh, OJ, uh, OJ was uh, acquitted, but they know he, he was guilty. They get it. Believe me, I was saying it as a joke, but, but I understand that there are underlying truths to the, the acceptance. Anywho's. What's the next thing we're talking about? Um, Get off your phone. Man, stop it, man. Tell your hoes to stop texting me. Um, the Jordan mm-hmm. documentary is coming out. ESPN, Netflix, right? Yeah, 2019. Oh, it's not this year? No, t- 2019. Yeah. Oh, word. 
all right, uh, it's supposed to be like 10 hours worth of content, yeah. but like over 500 hours worth of like never seen video or some shit like that. What's going to happen is it's going to be Jordan spending 10 hours saying how he's better than LeBron. You think that's a, that, that's what it's going to boil Jordan, down to? Jordan is the pettiest motherfucker. You ever listen to his Hall of Fame speech? Oh no, no, yeah. no! I, I know he's a yo, petty, he, petty, yo, petty, he, petty motherfucker. He was like, he was like, you know, if I was if I was LeBron, I would have had seven seven championships. Like, like, like Jordan just want to throw shade at LeBron. Jordan likes to throw shade at all these motherfuckers, and it's the funniest thing. So, I, I'm I'm interested in hearing that stuff. What I really want to hear more than Jordan talk is is I want. You know how they say the statute of limitations is over. I want to hear the players that he that he played with uh. finally tell the real stories because it's like, you know, Steve Kerr talked about how Jordan punched them in practice and shit like what, that. What are they gonna say though? Yeah, Jordan was a listen. Jordan, what, what what are they gonna say that's gonna tarnish the fact that he got them rings? You know what I'm saying? I mean, he won those rings, but you know, it's just nice to hear these stories because I think that I want my heroes to be human. I don't want you know. Every, but dog, every by now, by now, after all these years, you know, even from the beginning of like a lot of the news of him coming out as like this gambler and all these like cracks in that in that armor from early on, it's like any anybody that was paying attention, you know, like I love the dude, but I'm paying attention to all these things popping up and I'm like, uh, he's a human. It's not the same thing as like figuring out that like your mom that you love the dearest and is is a saint. You figure out at some point it's like, oh shit, she's human too. It's not the same as that, but if it, if it's one of these idols and shit, you're kind of like, uh, other shit's gonna come up. So how surprising is it to hear that somebody that's so focused and so fucking hell bent on trying to achieve these goals is an asshole? I mean, the thing that's funny to me, funnier to me, is that. People like beat up Russell Westbrook for being how he is. You know what I'm saying? Where they basically like, oh, you know, uh, you know, Westbrook doesn't pass, and he's just this this guy who's a killer on the court, and blah blah blah. They make up all this shit about how they don't like Russell Westbrook. But if I was to find any player to match Jordan's intensity, I think it's Westbrook, and people hold it against him for not being more like LeBron. But then people get mad at LeBron because they say, oh, LeBron doesn't have the killer instinct. Yeah, yeah. It's, I get that. The thing, that what I what I want to have happen is I want us to give a less of a fuck about the Jordan-LeBron comparisons. It's like, you know what Jordan-LeBron is? Jordan-LeBron, and I just thought of this on the spot, and I think it's pretty brilliant, is comparing Martin Scorsese to Steven Spielberg. I thought you were going to say Martin Scorsese to Steven Seagal. The man with the ponytail. That'd have been better. My white man. That's what Your she white called man him. With the that's ponytail. what my granny called. Like that's what she calls him. My white man. My white man. But but nah. Like it's like comparing those two is like Scorsese to Spielberg, and it's like the bodies of work are both impressive. They're both award winners, and and like you know we can enjoy them without holding somebody. Like nobody's gonna say, well, Goodfellas is better than Saving Private Ryan. We're like, yo, we both love these movies. Yo, you know it's what I'm funny saying? Yeah, you said Goodfellas. Because that's actually one movie that was written out, Goodfellas. 
You know what I'm saying? Instead of the ER, it was like with the AS. First of all, I don't think I said good fellers. <laughs> you did. No, I didn't. You did. It's recorded. So you want to say it's nigger recorded. instead of nigga, man? It's recorded. It, I, I, just, have, I find I it funny. editing power I, of all I, this I, stuff, I find man. it funny that like one word that was actually written like AS, you're like ER. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. Yeah. It's funny. Though, I, you know, I'm a Jordan fan. And I think, I think within a lot of the shit that you're saying, I, it was applicable to me where a lot of the... Early, you know, LeBron was in the fucking limelight even before he hit high school, and you were already hearing about this, this, this chosen one and all this shit, man. So like, as he actually started doing shit and the conversation started becoming realistic as to like this dude like achieving things, it's like nah, he doesn't rank in the same thing, man. But within the last fuck, I don't know, the last five years, I'm mm. like, I'm actually trying to enjoy what that dude is doing. That's the on thing, the court, because but- he's he's he's. What 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 I don't want to have. He's carbon for for me, yeah. and I know, and I know my my argument is not the 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 common consensus. Yeah, I get your your argument is the common consensus, you know, and you're trying to make 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 stand against that. I do feel like this dude has been carving his own fucking lane throughout mm-hmm. the conversation of the all time greats. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like there is not going in the end. I do not believe that there's going to be a conversation about. Jordan versus LeBron is gonna be here's Jordan, here's LeBron. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I think I think that what I don't wanna have happen, I'm really concerned about But Jordan still a goat. I mean, nobody's arguing that. I don't I don't think I, know, I don't I think know. I don't think LeBron would argue that. It's just that it's just that we move the goalpost. Because if we say that Jordan's a goat because he has six championships, Bill Russell has eleven. Yeah. 11. Nobody talks about that. Because he played up against a bunch of tiny white men. But I'm saying, if you look at the NBA at that time, too, there was this guy that did, this, that did these, like, memes, and it's, like, him playing against, you know, dog, dog, dog. I mean, really, Utah Jazz in the fucking finals. You know who they put on Jordan? Jeff Hornacek. What happened to Byron Russell? Jeff fucking Hornacek. When he when he played the Cavs, who they put on him? Mark Price. Get the fuck out of here. What happened with Craig Elo? You know what I mean? Even worse. Exactly. They could have like Brad Daughtery no, on him. Like, but but that's but that's Byron what, Russell was worse than Hornacek. But fucking but that's but that's Elo the point. Mark, but that's Mark what I'm Price. saying is that is that we romanticize a lot of this shit. But try to watch ESPN Classic, right? And and we'll see how shitty these games were. There was a statistic that I saw, right? Bro. Where it's like, hold on, let me see if I can find it. But put put that argument uh, in context. Uh, Steve Kerr, last night or the night before, you know, the, the, the playoffs are going on right now. The, the Golden State Warriors are playing the, the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. And before game one, Steve Kerr said he's glad that he was able to play at the time that he played because... He was he would not be able to play right now. You can't tell me that Jordan, not just Jordan the athlete, but Jordan the like competitor and like extreme mental sort of like exaggerated person that he was or is, would not be able to play now. Like Jordan would be able to play now and still dominate the same way that 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 you know, you know, I, I, I look at Jordan and I see the progression through Kobe Bryant. 
And then through Kobe Bryant, I see the progression through Russell Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, those guys that have this killer instinct that is just go, go, the thi- go. The thing about it is we- petty. Drive but themselves. None of that. None of that. Everything. None of that matters, right? Because I mean, I mean it like this. I in mean, what context? Of, think about it like this, right? It's like the Wright brothers were the first motherfuckers to create an airplane, right? We can we can acknowledge their innovation in them in them being the catalyst for a lot of stuff. But do you want to ride on one of the planes that the Wright brothers <laughs> constructed? I think sports is the same way because people get. Bigger, smarter, faster. LeBron James is taller than Jordan, stronger than Jordan, faster than Jordan. And I'm not saying he's better than Jordan. I'm saying that the evolution of the sport has gone to him. Here's a statistic that will, that will fuck your head up. Larry Bird, right? Mm. Three-pointers for his career. 13 years in the league. We associate Larry Bird as a three-point genius, Right. Right. You know how many three-pointers he had in his entire career? How many? 13 years, 649. Okay. Steph Curry did that in two seasons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No hand checks. Like, but but uh, again, we could talk about we could talk about um we could talk about hand checks, but we can also talk about the ability of being able to be faster with the ball, better handles. You know what I'm saying? I it's agree like, with that. But now, I mean, I mean, dog, we we fantasize about these games, about these New York Knicks games and the playoffs and shit like that. They were like games that were 79 and 82. But we're we're actually having a conversation about like three, four phenomenal athletes that even within their time it still matches within a lot of the shit that's happening now. Like LeBron is, you know, and I think you and I were the ones that were having this conversation. LeBron is Carl Malone. With like handles and all the skills of a smaller guard, you know what I'm saying. So it's like you can't compare that, but you can't tell me that Jordan, in the same way as Kobe in a more modern age, in the same way as Westbrook in a more modern age, with his athleticism, the drive, the intellect is not going to translate well into now. You talk about Larry Bird, slow ass white guy with back problems. Yeah. That doesn't translate well to now. My, my thing is, my thing is, I don't need it to translate to now because I can appreciate both of them. My thing is that I give you an idea. This, I agree. It's this, a different conversation. This, this, though. this is exactly what it is, right? When I was growing up, my favorite cartoon was like Thundercats, right? That's my shit. Mm-hmm. That's my shit. Matter of fact, Panthro was the black Thundercat, and he was yeah, voiced. He, he was voiced by Bill Cosby's dad on the Cosby Show. He also no did shit. like he also did voices on like GI Joe and shit. So check it out. My favorite cartoon ever. So the nostalgia factor was huge. And there was this one Thanksgiving, maybe a couple of years ago, my brother bought all these like Thundercats, like DVDs off of eBay. And he hit me up and he's like, yo, nigga, I got Thundercats, man. Come out of the house, man. We can eat something, drink something. We can watch Thundercats. Word. High five. Let's right. do it. Right? Right. right. So I go to his house and this nigga put on Thundercats. The intro come on. We're like, oh shit, Thundercats. Ah, yeah, nigga. Ah. Right. The first episode come on. This shit ain't good at all. I get that. Yo, the second episode come on, we just like, yo, this ain't, yo, were we that stupid as kids? Yo. But that's but that's what nostalgia does. Nostalgia, nostalgia is the world's worst mistress I because get that. she lies to us. I get that. But what I'm talking about is is actual athleticism within the sport. It's not the same conversation as as a as a John Havlicek whenever the fuck back. It's not the same conversation even 
with a Will Will Chamberlain. You know what I'm saying? That that was so powerful and so much bigger than the the foes that he had to play against back then. Like uh, we're talking about a guy that was athletically beyond his time that also had the 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 competitor drive and the basketball IQ where I feel like the dude could still play today. Who Jordan? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, nobody nobody's that, that's, 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 nobody's denying that. But what I'm saying is what I'm saying is we have to question because it's like we can celebrate Jordan without dissing LeBron. Because, I agree with because that. but that's that's what that's what my biggest beef. That's my only beef is that LeBron is not saying he's better than Jordan. So it's like it's even even nah. the Beyonce MJ shit. It's like niggas is like trying to diss Beyonce. You know, oh Beyonce ain't better than Michael. Fuck Beyonce. It's like when did Beyonce say she was better than Michael Jackson? It's that we have to be in a position where I don't want to be that person twenty years from now. <laughs> Looking at the greatness of LeBron James being the person that's nitpicking him. I don't want to be, I don't want to be Skip Bayless. That nigga sounds terrible talking about LeBron. Like everything LeBron does. You know, the the, the thing about a lot of these conversations, man, that, that I'm like, all right, it's good to have him while we're in the midst of it. But that I also don't fucking like put so much weight on any of this is that we get to look back and change our minds. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my thing. There's, there's a lot of people that like. I mean, the reality. The reality is, all this shit with Jordan is the same shit we're doing with LeBron because because they were talking about Jordan like, oh, he's just a scoring guy. They were talking about Jordan like he was Blake Griffin. Oh, he doesn't know how to pass. He has a like. Imagine if they had 24 hour sports talk shit where you could pull footage of niggas saying that Jordan's never going to win the championship, where you can pull niggas saying that Jordan's... You know what I'm saying? I'm sure you you sound like a fucking idiot. Yeah, no, I agree. But, I mean, but that's, I'm, sure, but, I'm sure there's plenty of fucking like newspaper articles that were written But that's but, that. but that's what I'm saying is that I just don't want to be that person. I want to be able to... I know when I look at LeBron, I know I've never seen anything like that. I know when I look at Russell Westbrook, I've never seen a point guard look like that. And I'm yeah. not going to... And, and I don't want to be in the habit of... And maybe this is me because I'm an artist, is that I feel a way about people always critiquing artists that can't do what the artists do. You know what I'm saying? So like a lot of niggas that talk about sports shit, with the exception of like inside the NBA where you got like Shaq and like Barkley critiquing it, you have niggas that have no athletic ability talking shit about athletes. And and I don't want to be that guy. So it's like you look at you look at all these like facets of 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 even like baseball. The Baseball Hall of Fame is determined by baseball sports writers. But put it put it like this though. Like you could like within within your very argument, if you don't, you know, you look back and you don't want to be on the wrong side of, you know, like not being able to look at things as they're they're actually happening. Those guys that that did that the whole fucking time, like you can't deny facts. You can't deny history. You know what I'm saying? Like all this shit is being recorded. All this shit has always been recorded. Like right now is is there's that much more scrutiny with how like how how much depth there's being to it. But once it's all done, we're gonna be talking about the very things that these dudes did. Yeah. And, and some people are gonna like this guy. Some people are gonna like this guy more. But you're not gonna be able to deny the facts well, for the things that these guys actually did. I got a question for you, right? Because right. I think this is specifically. Um, related to um, the NBA is that, you know, LeBron's biggest thing that they say about him is that he's lost in the finals, right? I think this would be LeBron's eighth time to the finals if he wins 
um, the East. So my thing is... Might be the ninth. I might be the ninth. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing about it is, you know, Joe Montana used to be heralded as the greatest quarterback right. because he went to four Super Bowls and won four titles, never lost. Right. But now Tom Brady's considered the best right. quarterback. Right. Tom Brady's lost three Super Bowls. Right. When when would that change for LeBron in a sense of even if LeBron doesn't win as many titles as Jordan, but like I think by the time LeBron is said and done, he might have gone to he might go to twelve straight finals. What what does when does that play a role in it? I mean, Magic Johnson went to nine finals, won five of them. So so Jordan won what six? He went to six, won six. Yes, right. So Jordan won six. So I think I think. I think the time that you start talking about these guys as potentially better than the next is when they win the same amount, if not more. You know, so we'll say that, you know, we'll say that LeBron maybe ends up going to 12. And and, and how many has he gone to now? Who, LeBron? Yeah. Um, I, This might be, he's... I think he's supposed yeah. to be going to his ninth. If yeah. he makes it this year. It might be nine, yeah. But how many did he win so far? Three. Three. So if he makes it the next three years, he wins six total. So then all of a sudden, doesn't matter how many times he went, he still got six if he actually got to that. So, so, so you know, his it, like whoever talks against him is going to say, oh, but it took him so many other times. But he also still had all these other things that it's like, it, it all these achievements detract from anybody that wants to talk shit and wants to doubt. Like the proof is there. The 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 facts will be written, man. I don't know. Like I, I you know, I love sports. It's not it's not the biggest fucking deal, but within this specific context of conversation, it's kinda like Yo. We we look back and we get we get to talk about like a lot of these older guys within yeah. the context of like, all right, well they played in that era. So this guy was great for this, and this guy, and and then you know, like these ten guys within that era were were, were some of the fucking best. Well, his is the numbers. So LeBron went to the finals in two thousand and seven uh-huh. with Cleveland when they played the Spurs and they got swept that year. Okay, all right. Okay, he didn't go back to the finals until twenty eleven with Miami. Right, and ever since then, he's been in every year. Yeah, so twenty eleven. Um, Dallas beat them four to two. Twenty twelve, they beat OKC four to one, and then twenty thirteen, they beat San Antonio four to three. Um, then after that, I don't think it's just showing us after that. Then after that, I think um, they went back to the Spurs. I think the Spurs got it after that, and then he goes to um, he goes okay. 2014 Spurs beat Miami four to one. Okay. 2015 um, Golden State beats them four to two. Right. 2016 Golden State uh, Cleveland beat Golden State four to three. That's the year they they yeah. got it for Cleveland. Three one lead dropped yeah. it. Yeah. Bitch asses. Oh, 2017 it was four to one. So that was done in five games, and then this would be the year. So right. ever since 2011, he's gone, and and if he stays in the East. I put it like this. I don't know, man. Like shit, they playing fucking Boston right now. I know you guys will probably hear this podcast on Friday, but this is Tuesday. So like Boston, Boston ate that pussy pretty good yeah, on game one. That shit yeah. was pretty insane. Let me see if there's a score going on right now because 
we've been doing this podcast for a minute. Okay, so Cleveland's up 64-61 against Boston. Okay. Third quarter. Third quarter. Which I definitely want to finish this game. Yo. So I want to watch this game somewhere. We should. Yeah. So we should finish this. We should wrap it up. Okay. Like, the one thing that I did see today, uh, a couple of places wrote about it. Mm-hmm. LeBron said that the game one of every series is always his. Yeah, I'm, like, feeling, I'm feeling it out. Yeah, feeling yeah, yeah. it out type yeah. of game. And history within the facts actually show that that's what he's done. So history says, you know, and I don't know what his stat line is right now for game two, but history says that game two he's supposed to just fucking like drop the hammer and fucking destroy shit. He'll probably score 40-something points tonight. Right. So like when it's all said and done, man, this dude is going to be like top top five, top three, period. Nah, the top two. I think, I think, sure. I sure. think, I think Jordan and LeBron are going to be the two greatest players in, in my lifetime. I mean, we could talk about Bill Russell, we could talk about Kareem, we could talk about all these players, but like I've never seen those guys. You know what I mean? It's sort of like, yeah, you're probably going to die before me. So you know, in my lifetime, I might see somebody. Probably so. Better, you know give me, I mean? give me about a week. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just if I die, y'all buy my buy my album, <laughs> go to iTunes and buy that shit. All right. Anyways, I'm gonna stop holding these motherfuckers up. You want to talk about anything else? Anything you want to say? Um. Nope. Okay. Because <laughs> we we uh we about wow, so an hour so hour rude. eight minutes. So entitled. Ahead. So rude. Whatever. Fuck you. Um. I tried to I tried to bring it up earlier. Oh, you want to say you tried to fuck me, but like not on air. Anyways, um, so, tell me how that ramen t- is tasting right that now. That ramen's delicious. Yeah. 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 Ramen. Ramen with Gatorade. Well, what's the flavor shit. of the Gatorade? Uh, it's uh, it's not strawberry, li- raspberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, something like that. There you go. Yeah, it's just jamming. Right. That shit is jamming. Is. jamming. Ladies and gentlemen, he just gave you a new recipe. And cocaine. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think that's it. I think we're going to say shout out to the weather- weatherman. Shout out to homie Jody LaHoop. Working on that. Yeah, man. Um, weatherman, weatherman coming out uh, June 13th. Yeah, uh, Jody LaHoop, who's a uh, brethren to uh, one of our closest Rap- friends, Roberto. Roberto LaHoop. Also, a shout out to the shirtless bear fighter, which is fucking yeah, hilarious. Man, that shit is awesome. Yeah. So, uh, anywho's, yeah, I, and then uh, what we have coming up next? Black as fuck. Uh, one man show. Before that is an art show that I'm curating. Yeah, we have a brand new fucking remix T-shirt. That you can cop on this new site. Uh, tell me the link. The site is mobettersoul.bigcartel.com. And we'll have that link up on um, the SoundCloud link and all that good shit. That's, that's, right. that's right. So that's going on. Um, lots of other good shit like dropping, man, within the next like couple months. So stay tuned. Yo, it's lit, bitch. It's lit, nigga. I put my two weeks in for my job so I can do this full time, nigga. I don't fuck around these motherfucking streets. You don't talk about Thelonious drunk in this bitch. It ain't Thelonious sober. You know what I'm saying? We get lit in this motherfucker, motherfucker. You the weakest motherfucker in this motherfucker. You don't talk about, you don't talk about, I pull my dick out and put a mushroom in and put it on your mama head. And then I tell her it makes me some grits. Um, Thelonious Drunk Podcast with my name Preach Jacobs. Cheese grits. Cheese grits. Infidel Cash <laughs> Yo, check us out. Fuck all that shit. We love you. Peace. Boop.